questions. All right. So the, the story of the game is still uh, third downs, uh, obviously converting them. But you know, I thought we played at a really high level on defense for the first part of the year, um, and we did that on first and second downs on Saturday. Um, but unlikely to our improvements on third down. Uh, we just couldn't get off the field, so that you know that's been a big emphasis on Sunday's practice. Obviously today, um, you know, keep playing at a high level on first and second downs. So we're creating a bunch of tackles for losses, um, but we just got to make sure we're getting off the field on those critical downs and not extending drives. Uh, offense still in you know an early phase of you know one of the most. Uh, Radical transformations in the last 40 years, and they're getting better every single day. And then even, you know, three new starters in Saturday, the way they got better even during the game. The second half having explosive plays uh, all over the field, moving the ball. Um, you know, so it's a lot of things that are positive, a lot of things to build on. Uh, Andy Demetra in the last the radio show last night and even on our walk and talk today for the TV show, uh, kept asking, he's using big words, but asking the molecular, uh, noticeable differences that we see from a coaching staff on the macro level or micro level. These are his words, not my words. Um, but just the, the biggest thing is we're a culture built on effort, and uh, we are one of the most invested teams in the catapult system in college football. Uh, all of our guys wear them, and we get empirical data every single day on the level of output, the distance run, the sprint speeds, the sprint distance, the explosive efforts, and every single week they are through the roof. And we had some record-setting performances uh, on Saturday. Um, you know, we give out a three-stripe life award. You see the guys wearing the Adidas three stripes in practice. Uh, Donica Sanders uh, had his first start. Had his most yards, had his most catches, and uh, he set catapult numbers for the receivers um, because we're a culture built on effort. Uh, Jerry Howard on special teams and at running back uh, played at a really high level for us when the game got 17 to 7. Uh, him and Nathan Cottrell uh, made a tackle on kickoff inside the 15-yard line uh, just by sheer force of will and going back to their training of running down the field from Thursday races as fast as you can uh, to make, a, make an impact in the game. Um, so those two really stand out. David Curry had 16 tackles, I believe. Uh, hasn't happened around here since 2005. And uh, so, that, I mean, that's, that's a great performance by him. He set catapult records. Uh, the data on effort and speed and yards covered, I think he ran uh, upwards of 9,000 yards in the game. And uh, he was flying all over the field. And uh, one of the coolest things for us is from all the coaches that have had all the experiences coaching a bunch of NFL players, we're trying every day to teach our guys what a process is to be an elite player what the process you should go in every single day and every single week to play at a high level. Uh, David Curry has not had those kind of people to be around the last three years. There hasn't been a Georgia Tech football player drafted in three years at a, at a football position, a uh, non-kicker position. And so we're teaching him every day what it's supposed to look like using outside examples like Rocky Asin, who was the first pick in the second round for us for the Indianapolis Colts uh, from the last place we coached at drawing on experience from other guys that we've coached that are elite players. Um, and now we're getting some guys that are starting to figure it out, 
what the process is to be an elite player, uh, to be an NFL player, uh, in which David Curry has the ability and the mindset and the work ethic to uh, do that. Um, but you know, those kind of examples that we can show that are in the organization to how to prepare to play at an elite level, then he goes out there and has 16 tackles, reinforces what we've been preaching. Uh, those kind of things are really special. Uh, some of the developmental players that stood out last week, Jack Coco, uh, Henson Fowler at defensive line, and then Jair Hawkins-Anderson on special teams last week. And it's the second week in a row that the special teams developmental player of the week gets a lot of burn on offense or defense. Uh, Jemias Griffin did it the week before, uh, had a bunch of carries. Uh, then Jair does it last week on special teams, and then he gets his first catch uh, on Saturday. So the special teams priority uh, matters. We had some guys on the sidelines. Uh, I thought Bobby Dodd was electric on Saturday. Our in-game management people, marketing people did an amazing job. Our band, I think, is one of the best in college football. Uh, they do an unbelievable job with the environment and the atmosphere. And there were some times on Saturday that that thing was absolutely rocking the way it's supposed to be. And we had some performances on Saturday on the sidelines. Chris Miller, Michael Brimer, uh, Marquez Ezard, and even though he's transferred in here, he's having to sit out the year uh, due to the NCAA, uh, was out there getting the guys excited, um, hyping them up. He probably checked on me probably 11 times during the game, coming to motivate me. And I'm like, Quest, I'm good, man. I'm going to motivate everybody else. You go help your teammates. Um, so he's a special kid. I'm glad he's in the program. And then one of my favorite ones was Jaitlin Askew. Jaitlin Askew is a young man that has started games in this program in his career at corner. Right now, his role is predominantly special teams. And he is playing that role to his absolute fullest. Uh, he's the gunner on punt. He's on the kickoff coverage team. He's on the kick punt return team. And his energy, his work ethic, his selfless nature uh, truly is special. And I uh, just want to reward and talk about him because um, everybody's role is going to shift and move. Um, and he's just kept a great attitude. He's still an elite corner for us, plays some dime for us as well. But he's understanding that right now his role is to be an elite special teams player, and he's playing that role uh, to the fullest. Um, Kelton Dawson, uh, before I move on, uh, wore the number 90, which signifies he is a great teammate. And his catapult numbers, he set records for O-line and D-line this week in the game. He was flying around. He was making plays all over the field. But then, even though he's expending all this energy internally for himself, he's then going and pouring out his energy and his heart to his teammates and motivating other guys. And uh, those kind of things, I think, are special moments as you build a program. And uh, even though he's a red shirt sophomore, he's still – He's carrying himself like an older guy. Um, it's no secret that we have a small senior class, even a small junior class. But those guys that are the sophomores that are playing a ton have to elevate um, and maybe even be a year ahead um, in the development of the leadership phase. And Kelton is doing an unbelievable uh, job with that. Um, we had a young man last week on Friday uh, enter the transfer portal, uh, Nazir Burnett. And I just want to take a moment uh, just to recognize him. 
and give him his give him our full support. Um, he's got some things going on back home, which obviously I will not get into. Um, but fully support him uh, being eligible immediately to play closer to home due to the circumstances um, is coming here and uh, come from Pennsylvania to play here and then just some unforeseen circumstances um, so he fully has our support uh, to, to play closer to home he's handled it the right way and uh, we fully support him and his family uh, moving forward um, with that questions hey Rob Excuse me. What issues did you see with getting off the field on third down? Uh, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a bunch of things that we've handled internally that we have to improve on. I mean, we were getting them in third and long um, and just, you know, some coverages relative to the pass rush. Um, so when we were max pressuring or weren't able to hold up in coverage, when we were max coverage, weren't able to generate pass rush. Um, and playing elite third down defense is in our DNA. It's in our package. Um, so we're just making sure we're moving stress around and guys are understanding how they fit within the framework of the defense and uh, what the other team is doing. Still understanding uh, the down and distance and what relative depths we need to drop, things like that. Um, now give them credit. They did a nice job. They had a nice scheme. Uh, they protected well. They had some good rub routes um, that were able to allow them to convert. Uh, but those, those things we have to get better on. Um, we always preach we need to get them in third and long situations. We should have the advantage. Our guys did that on first and second down and then just couldn't get off the field. So we've got to work on it. It's a big emphasis. And, uh, you know, I thought that's, that's it. Um, I was kind of thinking about the walk-ons that you guys are having to use on the offensive line. I know you talk about process and everything like that. When you look back over, I guess, probably the last two months where they went from guys who probably didn't think that they were going to get sure. a chance and now they are actively being called upon, what can you say about the process that they have kind of had to go through over the last two months? Yeah, well, I think it kind of goes back to the philosophy of this program. We're a developmental program first and foremost. Uh, the way we practice in Torrey, you're out there almost every day or every day, and you see us during spring ball. Um, you know, it's not like a lot of places where the older guys, the first and second teamers, get reps and everybody else stands around and watches. We don't do that. Everybody gets reps. Everybody plays, uh, regardless if you're a first-year walk-on and maybe didn't even play high school football and you're out there, you know, contributing, uh, you know, to the, you know, starting whatever quarterback. Uh, you're going to play a lot of football. That gives us opportunities to see guys that could have a potential to play. Um, I think we did a really good job with this recruiting class, having some recruited walk-ons that have come in and contributed. Dylan Leonard has played in every single game. He is a true freshman walk-on and playing tight end for us and playing at a high level. Uh, William Lay, Hamp Gibbs, Chet Lagod are three walk-ons uh, that have played uh, offensive line. William Lay started uh, Saturday and he played really, really well. Uh, Josh Blancado is a walk-on receiver. That is our starting punt returner. And uh, you know, Richie Stanzioni uh, is a walk-on. He's starting on kickoff return. He's starting on punt return. He's actually the quarterback of our punt return unit. Devin Smith is out there. He's a walk-on playing on all the special teams. Uh, so once they're in the program, we don't worry about that distinction. Everybody's treated at a really high level because every single person in our program to a freshman equipment manager 
to again the starting strong safety matters to us and that's the way we run the program and I think the development piece uh, is really positive and those guys are coming in and they're competing and they're playing at a high level. Jamin Brooks started two games this year at defensive tackle um, so the number of walk-ons that's having to start for us um, is just what it is and we love them we're coaching them every day and uh, you know I guess it is what it is. <laughs> After what you saw from James in the second half last Saturday, do you expect him to make another significant jump this week? I think. I mean, I think that's the same case with everybody in our program, um, offensively, especially just the the amount of reps that we can accumulate over time. You just see significant improvement day after day, and even on, like literally on Saturday, you could see Adonicus get better throughout the course of the game. You could see James Graham get better throughout the course of the game. And uh, I think that's that's true for everybody in our program. Uh, we just talk about going 1-0 every week. We talk about going 1-0 every day. Everything in the program matters. Uh, we just focus on the improvement, and the results will take care of themselves. Can't look in the past. All you can do is learn from it. And I think our guys have adopted that attitude, and they go out there with unbelievable attitudes. You guys are out there today. Great attitudes. They're working really, really hard uh, in the process of getting better every day. And, uh, you know, they're a pleasure to coach. And we just keep telling them, learn our processes, how we do things, because the way we do things have been successful and they will continue to be successful. And the more they get ingrained in our processes and how we do things, it's just going to, once it hits, it's going to take off. Um, and there's going to be no turning back. And it's going to be, it's going to be a scary thing for a lot of people. Tobias Oliver caught a pass last week. Is his role likely to grow at receiver? Absolutely. Absolutely in every phase. And he's done a great job. He had two kickoff returns um, on Saturday. And, uh, you know, people are having to be strategic on how they kick to him. But we're constantly being creative with him because he's a playmaker. Um, he's a competitor. And uh, so you'll see him doing different things for us. Won't give too much away. Um, but, you know, we're, we're being creative just like we always are and innovative. And when you have someone like that uh, with, with his skill set, trying to make sure we uh, showcase that for himself and for the betterment of the team too. I know this is something you all emphasize, and I know it's something that you talked about after the game on Saturday about turnovers and winning the turnover margin and everything. Um, after watching the Pitt and Duke game, in which it was a game that was very significantly impacted by sure. turnovers, what is that continual message? Yeah, I mean, that's what we talk about every single day. Um, Coach Thacker and the defense staff do a great job. I mean, it's every single meeting, every single day, Coach Thacker talks about it. He points out strip attempts. He points out uh, the things that we need to do to create turnovers. Last year, uh, we led the country or were top three in the country in creative turn creating turnovers. We were number one or number two in defensive scores. So that's part of our DNA, and we just it's still a process to make sure we understand the mindset. There have been so many things that we've had to change and fix and adjust in this uh, transformation and and. Uh, we don't want anything that's really, really important just to ever get lost in the shuffle. Um, but that part about creating turnovers, uh, the picks are going to come because we're very creative on the back end in our coverages. Um, but the thing that Coach Thacker stresses all the time is the strip attempts 
ripping the balls out and uh, creating turnovers on that manner. And I thought one of the guys that really showed that Sunday night when we had Sunday night football uh, was Jalen King. I mean, he was out there and his mindset was to get the football. And he was flying around. He's another guy that's had a huge special teams role. And I probably don't talk about him enough on his contribution on special teams. Um, but he's doing a great job. He got a lot more burn uh, in Saturday's game. Uh, just as a process, playing special teams, getting your burn on defense. And he went out there actively trying to get the ball. And that's just got to be the mindset um, on the defense every single play. And, uh, you know, Coach Thacker stresses it, he preaches it, uh, he demands it, and our guys are actively working toward that end so that we can uh, be one of the top creating turnover teams in the country uh, like it's in our DNA. One or two more for Coach? One more. Hey. All right. Simmons, you good? Thanks, guys. Thank you.